we can either align our value system towards what we really want, or we're just living by default and we're just going to experience life as it is, rather than as it could be. I mean, for example, you have a goal of being super successful, for example, but then one of your top values, which has been set by default in the past, is comfort. Now, how likely is it that you're ever going to achieve success if one of your top three values, for example, is comfort? It's very little. I mean, to become successful, you need to go outside your comfort zone. You need to push yourself. You need to grow and evolve. But how are you going to do that if your number one value is comfort? Now, if you look at most people's behaviors, many people value comfort pretty much. I bet we could all agree. So most people aren't even aware of that that is one of their top values and that this might be hindering their success. I mean, we can have goals, we can have a vision, but if our value system isn't aligned with that, it's almost impossible to achieve great success. All right, friends, welcome back to the channel. I'm Eric Nutz and I'm a productivity coach. And today I have a very special surprise for you. See, recently I've locked myself in this studio for a full two weeks in isolation to create my newest training program called the Productivity Master System. And today I want to give you a very special excerpt from that training course. It's a 40 minute deep dive training on goal setting, which you can watch for free. To give some context, the Productivity Master System is later going to be sold for multiple thousands of dollars. It's that advanced, it's that deep, which is why I want to give you this special offer today to watch this training for free. And if you're ready, there's a link down below so you can join the Productivity Master System. I've created a very special bonus offer for you. They can get the Productivity Master System as a massive discount. So I just wanted to offer you that. With that, let's play this training on goal setting so you can define your own life's philosophy. Because today we're going to talk about the high level goal setting, which is the most important part because you need to know what do I want in life? So we're going to talk about my life philosophy triangle. So if you want to create your own life philosophy, I, I suppose there are three different parts. First, your values. You need to know what are my values? What's most important to me? Secondly, you need to talk about the top five goals you're going to pursue in your life. And thirdly, we need to define five key rules under which you will live your life by. These are key behaviors that you're going to consistently demonstrate to be at your best. So this is super important. And now with that being said, let's play this 14 minute training where we go super deep into each of these aspects. I hope you enjoy it. Now, what we're going to do next is we're going to define your life's philosophy. Because if you have a philosophy for how you want to live, for the life you want to create, you know exactly what you want. 
and it makes it easy for you to make the right choices. It makes it easy to pursue the right things. It makes it easy to be focused on what matters instead of being busy. I mean, if you think about this, 99% of people have never defined their life's philosophy. They don't know what they want. And we're not just talking about having goals or setting a vision. It's about deep down inside knowing what's most important to you and then making the choices that align with your values, that bring you closer to the life you want to live. I mean, most people, I could say, they have never thought about this. They haven't really defined how they want to live. But if you don't define how you want to live, you're just going random. You're just going to accept what life gives you. But every day we get to make a choice for how we want to live, for how we want to experience this life, for how we want to show up, how we want to contribute. The life we want to create, it's up to us to make that happen. But first we need to know what is it that we want? What is a necessary thing in our life? So let's decode our life's philosophy. And for me, there's a triangle on your life's philosophy. So there are three different parts. First, at top, we've got your values. We need to decode your values so you know what's important to you. So you know what decisions to make. Because your values are your decision-making framework in life. Without knowing what your values are, you're going to live life by default. And I'm pretty sure you already know many people who live life by default. I mean, we can either align our value system towards what we really want, or we're just living by default and we're just going to experience life as it is, rather than as it could be. I mean, for example, you have a goal of being super successful, for example, but then one of your top values, which has been set by default in the past, is comfort. Now, how likely is it that you're ever going to achieve success if one of your top three values, for example, is comfort? It's very little. I mean, to become successful, you need to go outside your comfort zone. You need to push yourself. You need to grow and evolve. But how are you going to do that if your number one value is comfort? Now, if you look at most people's behaviors, many people value comfort pretty much. I bet we could all agree. So most people aren't even aware of that that is one of their top values and that this might be hindering their success. I mean, we can have goals, we can have a vision, but if our value system isn't aligned with that, it's almost impossible to achieve great success. So we need to decode what are our values. Second key part of the life philosophy triangle is goals. Not just any goals, but life goals. What are the things that must happen in your life? If you could only choose five, for example, we're going to do this later deeper. 
But if you could only chase, chase, like chase five goals in your life, what would they be? I mean, we can set all like goals all day long. We can set so many goals. But at the end of the day, we need to focus on those that really matter, that really make the difference. I mean, we have goals that are nice to have. And then I bet you have some goals that are non-negotiables, that need to happen. They must happen in your life. And if you don't treat them differently, if you treat the nice-to-haves the same as you treat the must-haves, they most likely will be neglected. They won't be achieved. And you feel empty, maybe. So we need to know what are those top five lifetime goals. And then the third key part of your life's philosophy are rules. Rules you're going to live by. You could also call these your own personal laws. Laws that you're going to obey by, that you're going to live by. And they can change, of course, but they should change very infrequently. These are, these are a con, like a code of conduct for you, for how you're going to behave on a daily basis. So we've got your value, which is your high-level decision-making system. Then we've defined what you really want in life. And now you know how you need to show up on a daily basis. So that's basically, in a nutshell, your life's philosophy. So let's decode each of these three parts. I recommend you either start with goals because sometimes it's easier to first define what you really want and then set your values or you start with your values first. So let's talk first about your values. What are your values? Well, it's a decision-making framework for you. And there's a values hierarchy. I mean, we all value love. We all value connection. We all value success. We all value health. The question isn't whether it's important to you. The question is, how important is it? And that's why we need to decode our top five values. Because there are many different values we all have. We all love certainty or security. We all love our comfort zone. We all love success, of course. We all love connection. We all love contribution. These are universal things that we like. I bet we all agree. But the difference maker is, how important are they? Which of these are more important to you? So there's a values hierarchy and they guide your decisions. Let's make this practical. Suppose you have a goal of getting in great shape and your health is important to you. But on your values hierarchy, you've got comfort at number one and health at number two. Now, how likely is it that you're actually going to go to the gym? Very unlikely because your comfort is more important than your health. So you're going to stay comfortable. You're going to do a Netflix and chill more often than you go to the gym. You're going to be inconsistent and in being in the gym or eating healthy or getting great sleep because comfort is more important to you. So we need to align our values. And here's the key thing. You can change your values. 
That's a choice you get to make. And I recommend you look at your values on a regular basis. When you define them right now here in the session, you, you set them, you decide on them, and then you need to live them out. So you need to review them because they're going to change as you change, as your vision changes. So your values need to evolve too. So they are very plastic, not really fixed, really plastic. As you change, your values should change too. So how do you decide on your values? Now, there are many things we could value in our life. So we need to decide what is really important to us. And the difference is between means values and ends values. Means values are things we like to have. A family. We all value our family for sure. Money, success, recognition. But what we are really after is the ends value, the emotion it brings to us. So for example, family, we all like, but we like it for different things. For example, some, they want the certainty of it, the security of feeling cared for. Others, it's more the love, the vibrancy, the connection. For others, it's like a status symbol. I don't know. But we diff, like we value certain things for different aspects. Some value money because it gives them recognition. Others value money because it gives them freedom or security. There are different reasons why we value the same thing. So there's a difference between a means value and an ends value. And you want to define the ends value. Ends values are health, security, or you could call it vitality, security, love, contribution, success, recognition. These are ends values. So those are the things we want to define. And again, I recommend you define your top five values. So it might help to think about what's my vision? What do I want my life to look like? And then ask yourself, what are the values I need to have in order to live this out? And what I do want to do now is I want to decode my own life's values so you can see how this could look like. Now, these are my values. They're not yours and they shouldn't. You should find your own values. And what I'd recommend is you first decode what your vision may be. And then also online, you can find a whole list of values. So go deeper in this and ponder about what are my values or what should they be in order to live a great life. And then again, be sure that they can change. They can change, of course, because you change. So don't see this as something that is plastic. Don't see it as something that needs to be perfect. Just get your vision and your values out. Make it feel like something that is true to you. So listen to yourself. When something feels right, it's going to be right at this time. Maybe later, it's not being the right thing anymore, but that's okay. You want to listen to yourself. What feels right? What feels right? And then I'd like you to make a visual representation somewhere in your home or in your office. You need to look at it consistently. 
so you're reminded of your values, so you can deeply ingrain yourself with your values. Because the most important part is to live out your values. You can find them for sure, but if you say like health is number one, but then you forget about them and you live completely different values, of course that's not really making any difference in your life. So you want to make it visual. So you're often reminded of your values so that you actually live them out, so that they become truth to you. Real truth, live truth, not just in here, but you're like, you know, it's just a knowing. It's not like a mental thing that you think about, but it's an internal knowing. You just live them out because it's who you are. So let me decode my top five values and share how I think about them. Because yeah, we can decide health is a value. That's my top value in life. But I want to go deeper. I want to define what does that really mean. And I also want to define what failure would look like. Because we can never achieve fully a value because you can always have more of health, prosperity, abundance, love. You can always have more, but you can definitely know when you failed on a value. You can definitely know. I mean, for example, take someone who's working 18 hours a day and their family life is a wreck. Maybe they value family or love at the top of their list, but they're inconsistent in their daily actions. And they failed on that value. They've said it, maybe it's important to them, but they don't believe it's actually possible. So they have a flawed belief maybe. So we want to define what failure looks like because this gives us the ability to pivot. It gives us the ability to make a change. Because the thing is you need to live them out, of course. But how are you going to notice if you're not in full gear in one of these top values? I mean, the decline can sometimes look so, so little. Little differences and then a little more. And you don't even notice that your health has slipped. You don't even notice that your relationship with your spouse has taken a dip. So you need to take some measurements too of whether you're succeeding in that value or not. So I've written them down in my paper tablet as well as on this office wall. I'm just going to share my top values now again, they don't need to be yours. This is just an example of how it could look like. So my top first value is health. And here's my definition of health. My health and well-being is my top number one priority. Every area of my life will be better if I take care of myself superbly. Now here's my measurement. If my health isn't improving every year, at least 50%, I feel like I failed on this value. So that's my definition of health. That's how I've defined what it would look like to be super vital, super alive. And I believe your health should be one of your top five values. I think it should be above your success, should be above your relationships. 
because every area of your life will be better if you have the energy to show up on your A-game. Here's my second key value, mastery. And here's what I've written down. I'm committed to total mastery in my life, personal and professional. I consistently seek out the best training and mentorship to evolve. I demonstrate the courage to innovate and reinvent myself. Here's my measurement. If I feel like I'm the same person as I was a couple of months ago, I feel like I failed on this value. This makes it pretty clear. If I'm not evolving, I feel like I've failed on this value and I need to do something different. I mean, if you're setting these measurements, it's not about being perfect. It's about recognizing when you're off. It's about recognizing when you're not living these values. Third key man, like value is love. I consistently deepen the love and connection with my girlfriend and my children. I demonstrate that I care, especially in the little things, and demonstrate the courage to try something new. Here's the measurement. If our relationship isn't evolving every year, I feel like I've failed on this value. It's pretty simple, isn't it? To make, like this is, one page a top three values in my tablet. This is not a lot. Of course, decoding it at first can be a little more of work, but this is a simple thing for you to keep with you to remind you of how you want to live. And I update them every couple months because I change so much. So my values need to change too. I mean, a year ago, my values were very differently. I valued success incredibly like high. And now it's not even on the list anymore. Not on the top five. So these change as you change. Again, I've mentioned it a couple of times. Now, a top four value is prosperity. I live in abundance. I live minimalistic, but enjoy the beauties life has to offer. I travel the world, live in beautiful homes, and invest in magical experiences. Now for that, I haven't even found a measure that really makes sense. So I'm just going to try this and try to find a measure. So again, this is to show that you don't need to be perfect. I'm not perfect at this, but I try to live out these values. My fifth value is contribution. I pay forward the lessons I've learned in life. I move humanity forward. I'm a role model of possibility. That's pretty simple. I haven't found a measurement for this either. Okay, not about being perfect, just about defining what your values are and honing them in. Honing them in and living them out. So those are my top five values in life. Currently, they're going to change in the next few months. But it's important to set them so you can make the right decisions in your life. So that's how you set your values. In the next step, we're going to decode our top five goals. Hi, it's Yannick Matzai and I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm super delighted that people from all across the world are enjoying these episodes and I put my heart and soul into it. And for years, I've been doing these videos to provide value, to wow you, to help you better your life. And 
There have been no ads, no promotions, nothing. But I wanted to take this time in this video to quickly offer you two key resources. Number one, down below you'll find a free productivity quiz in which you can assess which of the productivity archetypes you are and you'll get specialized, personalized resources after you've taken a quiz and assessed where you're currently at so you know how you can improve it. It's absolutely free and I'd love for you to go down below, take that quiz and get personalized recommendations as well as trainings so you can up-level your productivity. And the second key resources I'd like to offer you is my brand new online training program called the Productivity Master System. I put my heart and soul into this training program and it's by far the absolute best course I've ever created. And I'd love for you to take advantage of the special offer I've created for you, which you can find down in the description below. And with that being said, why don't we jump back into the episode? Enjoy it. All right, now that we've set our values, we want to decode our top five lifetime goals. And this is really a powerful exercise to help you decode what really matters in your life. Because there are many nice-to-haves, many things that we pursue, but they're not so important to us than other must-haves. And I recently did this exercise and I found it so powerful to get clear on what I really want. Because I have this huge vision and I want to build a big company, a huge business that changes millions of lives, and I want to live in beautiful homes and travel the world, and all these things. So how do I deconstruct what really matters? I want to build a huge YouTube channel and all these things. So how do I decode what really matters? What is a must-have versus a nice-to-have? I mean, if you're in this program, you're a bit pretty ambitious. You're pretty driven. You're really trying to like build something huge in your life. So how do you decode what really matters instead of going for the many things? that don't make your life better. So I found this exercise really simple. You decode your top five non-negotiable goals. And here's how you think about them. If I only could choose five things, career goals, life goals, adventures, experiences in my life, if I could only choose five things in my life, what would they be? What would they be? What would really matter? So let me share my top five. So when I realized this, I did this exercise, I realized, okay, top thing, or let's not call it top thing because they are all important, but I want to travel the world. I love traveling. Traveling is so important to me. And I feel like something is missing in my life if I'm not traveling at least two months a year. That's so important to me. So that's a top goal. I want to travel the world. I've been dreaming of doing like a round the world trip for years. And 
I need to make sure this is going to happen in my life. Secondly, I want to write books. And I realized this when I did this exercise. I realized, yeah, the YouTube channel is nice. Yeah, the business is nice. Online courses are nice. But the real thing I'm passionate about is writing books. That's something else. That does something else to my heart. And it was a powerful shift because before my YouTube channel was so important to me because it was an immediate measure of success. My funnels and my online courses, it felt like the work that really mattered. But then it shifted my priorities and I realized, well, writing books is super important to me. And I realized I'm not allocating enough time to writing books. Okay. Third goal. So I want to be a great partner and father. Now, again, these are not a hierarchy. My family is super important to me. But I realized, yeah, being a great father, being a great partner to my girlfriend is super important to me. That's a role I want to master. That's an area of my life that I want to show up consistently in. Fourth goal is living in abundance. I'm not saying I need that great home, but I want to experience the beauties of life and see how this ties into my values too. Like one of my values was prosperity. And there I said, I want to live and enjoy the beauties of life. So this doesn't mean necessarily that I want to have a great home, although I'd like to have one. But again, this was so powerful because when I did this exercise, I realized having a huge home isn't as important to me as I thought it was. Instead, I want to have great experiences. I want to be able to go to a great restaurant and have an amazing meal with my family. I want to be able to live a month in, I don't know, on an island, in a beautiful hotel, to have a great experience. I want to be able to take a helicopter ride, maybe. Or, I don't know, all these experiences, they are more important, that I want to live in abundance. And then honestly, I had trouble defining the last goal, which is okay. Maybe you only find three goals, and they are super important. We just have one, but it's important to distinguish the must-haves from the nice-to-haves. The nice-to-haves are goals, yeah, if they come, great, awesome. The must-haves are goals, I need to make them happen. I need to make them happen in my life. Maybe for you, there are different ones. I recently heard from someone who had dreamed for years to be a rock star, to be a drummer. He put that on his list and achieved it because he made it important. So these goals, you need to take steps towards getting to them. You don't need to be there right away, but you want to take consistent steps. So what you want to do is you want to set these goals as well as set a few next steps you can already take. Because if I say travel the world, well, 
maybe I can take a step. I feel like I, I don't have the money to take a around the world trip right now and like take my family with me, my two kids and my girlfriend and just be away for a year. Well, maybe I can do it for a year, but maybe I can plan the trip. Maybe I can set a time when we're going to do this. Maybe I can plan a week trip. Maybe I can, I don't know. There are simple steps you can take. So when you set goals, you want to think big. When you set these first new steps, you want to think small. What can I do right now? What could I do in the next 10 minutes to get closer to this goal? Because one of the most powerful motivating drivers in our life is momentum. It is progress. So think about how could I make some progress in this life or on this goal? For example, if you take abundance, for example, well, abundance, I can live in abundance, a mindset of abundance, sure, but creating wealth, for example, it takes time, it takes time. But how can I live more in abundance right now? How could I experience more beauty in life right now? without having to have millions of dollars, for example. Well, one simple step is to buy some flowers and clean up my room so it looks more beautiful, looks more simplistic. That's an easy step to take. So think high level, big, audacious, and then think what are the first few steps I can just take so I have momentum. So that's how you said your must-have life time goals. Now we want to decode what are the rules you're going to live by? What are the rules that are so important that you're going to live them out because they help you create the life you want. They help you feel the way you want to feel in life. So these are, I, I call this your code of conduct, your code of behavior. How are you going to show up on a daily basis. So I want you to write down what are the top five rules for how I'm going to show up or what I'm going to do. And again, this can change, but in the best way, ideally, these are going to be rules that are valid for years to come. These are not things that you're going to change in the next month or so because you don't feel like they're true anymore. No, these are fundamental truths that you believe to be true and that you're going to live out. And it's okay that they change because you change, your life changes. In five years, they may be completely different. But for now, for the next few years, this is your code of conduct. These are things you're going to do and they don't need to be big. I recently did this. And let me share mine. They're not huge things. They're the things I can do daily. And that's the most important part. We've defined your goals. We've defined your like your values and your vision. Now we want to decode to what can you do on a daily basis to live out these values, to get closer to these goals. So let me share my top five rules that I've set for myself. Number one go on a date night with my girlfriend every week, as well as with my children every month. So I plan a date night with my girlfriend every week. We do it on Fridays, usually. 
And what I also want to do, my children now getting a little bit older, my daughter is now almost three years old now. My son is only two months old, so I'm not going on a date night with him yet, but I want to go on a like date night with my daughter, for example, and we do something that she likes and we do it together, just we two of us. And of course, that's going to deepen our relationship. So for example, Stephen Covey used to do this where he, like he had so many kids, but he'd take the time to go on a date night with each of his kids regularly. So they feel like they're special. So they created a, a bond, a memory together. So that's one of my rules, go on a date night with my girlfriend every week, because that's going to keep your relationship fresh, alive, vibrant, sexy, as well as do that with my kids too. So that's rule number one. Rule number two, read every day. Now I told you this does not have to be huge. This is a pretty simple rule, but I read every day. I want to learn and grow and study every day. That's one of my rules. Doesn't need to be huge. Third key rule, take July and August off from work every year. Now again, this doesn't need to be huge, but this is a rule I have. So I plan the time to travel every year because I block out July and August. These are months in which I do not work. I just don't. I completely go dark, go silent. And of course, I'm not always meeting that, but that is my goal. That is something that I work towards being able to take two months off. And I plan this in for the next year. I plan this in the years afterwards. So this is one of my rules. Key rule number four, rise early. Usually I rise at 5 a.m. every morning. That's my wake up time. And I want to continue rising early because it has so many benefits. So again, these rules don't need to be huge but they give you some structure in your life. I mean, in my life, many things are changing. I have two kids, they're growing all the time and how I need to parent them changes too. My business, it changes so much. My relationship with my girlfriend, it changes so much. So these rules are some non-negotiables in my life that I just do and they give me certainty. They give me security. They give me structure. Again, you could be like yours could be different, but you want to have some non-negotiables in your life on a daily basis. Rule number five, be in fantastic shape my entire life. I know when I feel better, I just show up better and my life is just different. Now I could clarify this and make it more measurable, but this is just a rule I have of I want to be in consistent great shape. I want to consistently innovate and improve my health. And these are my top five rules. Now, as you see, they're not really complex. In fact, the simplicity is really the key. These are things I can do every day. Every day I can do something to improve my health. Every day I can read, every day I can rise early. 
Now you don't need to be perfect with these rules, but you want to stick to them consistently until they're no longer true. Until they're no longer true. But until that point, until they're no longer true, until that point you want to stay consistent. If you know this is the right thing to do, if you know these are the rules you're going to live out, then you need to stick to them consistently. You need to live them out congruently every day. Not perfect, but consistent. And that will give you also a, a sense of psychic glory, a sense of confidence, because you're doing the things that really matter in your life. So this is how you define your life's philosophy. It's not complicated. It's really simple. Three big things to do. Values, goals, rules. But the key is to do the work, to decode your own life's philosophy. Because otherwise, this is just theory. This is just thinking. But we need to really make it practical. That's why you need to journal about this. That's why you need to brainstorm about this and decode your own life's philosophy. So I recommend you take an hour at least over the next seven days, maybe a day, to really hone this in, to really get clear on what are my values, what are my goals, what are my rules. I mean, I, for example, I probably take one, two, three days every quarter to hone in my goals, to hone in my vision, to hone in my values, because this is so crucial, especially when your life is changing so much. So I really recommend you take the time to dial this in, post your insights down below, and then I'll see you in the next video, in which we're talking about how to make the next 12 months the best 12 months of your life. I'm super pumped to see you there. I celebrate you for being here. And then until the next time, make sure that you live fully, live openly, and be the leader of your life.